Welcome to the She Births Show Season 4, a place to inspire your birth, evolve your parenting, and help you live a life you love. I'm Nadine Richardson, your host and creator of the scientifically verified birth education program She Births. I'm also a mother, yoga teacher, doula, author, and speaker. At SheBirths, we have supported thousands of families around the world for over 13 years with our unique program. And our vision is to make birth better for every family around the world so that everyone experiences a beautiful birth no matter what unfolds. Not only do we help people have beautiful births, but we also give them the skills and the philosophy to enjoy pregnancy and make parenting easier. As well as our world-class birth ed, taken either face-to-face or online in our app, we also have a free pregnancy guide designed to help you feel calm, connected and inspired as you and your baby grow. We have a doula matching service, the perfect way to ensure you and your partner are completely supported throughout the whole journey. And we have our soul mama circles, which are the perfect postpartum network to help optimize your mindset and design your life in parenthood. Remember, if you like what you hear today, subscribe, share with a friend and leave us a review. If you're a parent about to be one, fellow health professional, Join us now for an inspirational deep dive into topics with experts around the globe. We hope you enjoy this special episode. This podcast is a beautiful birth story interview, which all of my interviews are also debriefs. And Tessa was so kind yesterday when I shared the recording with her. She said, you know, it was such a treat. And I think it's a great reminder for all of us that sharing your story with someone who really understands birth and can hold space is an absolute gift we all deserve. It's something that we weave into the first two weeks of our beautiful soul mama circles. It's something that our doulas offer and it's something that I try and do wherever I can. What I love about this story, and I hope you enjoyed as much as I did listening and enthralling myself in every little moment, is the fact that firstly, Tessa and her partner got to do SheBirths in our very first Zoom course in the very first lockdown last year. So it's very timely as we're in our second lockdown now in Sydney. And then they also gave birth during a lockdown and you'll hear about those twists and turns. What I think always comes out of a beautiful birth is moments of magic, synchronicity and laughter. So listen out for those and maybe reflect upon your own birth. When we have these really powerful birth experiences, also know that it's really common to be kind of grief stricken, maybe, you know, six to 12 months on after the birth, because you don't feel so connected to the power of that moment and the sort of groundhog day of life and sleep deprivation might have kicked in, but the power in telling your story is that you can always go back and refine and reconnect. And the power of our soul mama circles too, is that those women are there to remind you of who you were in that moment and who you really are. I hope you enjoy. 
Thanks for having us Thanks on this you. Friday afternoon, rainy day. It's lovely to be here and to meet little Jordan. It's always good to see you, Nadine. And thanks for being willing to share your story during the COVID pandemic. I think it's important that we share stories, positive stories and how we've been able to adapt through all of this kind of change. I think it's important. So yeah, maybe we should, um, why don't you say who you are and what you do and tell us, tell the camera, tell the people, who are you? Uh, Tess, we've, so I met you when I was Oh, it would have been what eight years ago I took some photos for you and I was like when the time comes I'm doing this course um, I'm a yoga teacher a photographer um, and that is both on hold now with COVID and, and this guy so yeah and I'm Viv um, for the purposes of this I'm playing the role of the reluctant ill-informed male <laughs> partner um, I'm I'm a teacher by trade. I, I work for a charity at the moment. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to, to to sharing our story. I think that's sort of been one of the, one of my main joys is that um, yeah, it's the negative stories get shared a lot easier and and spread a lot further sort of than than positive ones. So um, very true, very true. So let's start maybe with COVID. I suppose we should talk about yeah. What is it, the elephant in the room? Like what changed for you guys? How many weeks pregnant or months pregnant were you when COVID happened? When what did it change for you guys? So in March, you would have been what, six, six months? No, we were like 35 weeks, weren't we? No, because you did she births in March. You were the first, so yeah, you guys were in the first group you were due to have your face-to-face -face course in Vaucluse and yeah. I got shut down on like the Thursday night, yeah. basically. Yeah. And you got the call. You and uh, 20 others, there were two yeah. courses that got shut down. Yeah, so that was and you were nice to me, so that was good. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, and then April, May, June. So there were three months afterwards. So it was around the six month mark, sort of. Um, and yeah, I mean, it. it I, I think the mood's changed a little since that first yeah. wave but I mean everyone thought the world was going to end right it was yeah, yeah, it was scary definitely. it was it was a Hollywood movie um Tessa's work dried up overnight yeah. um my work which I work in schools became um yeah pretty touch and go um and yeah our sort of main concern was what the hospitals were going to look like um yeah yeah so we were told we couldn't have a doula in yep. the hospital and then Good nice night. one boo and then um at the time in new york they weren't allowing partners in that's right and because things were changing so quickly we were yeah. like well what could potentially happen by the time yep. jordan arrives so we had a bit of a chat about things and um decided to go ahead with a home birth and go through the private midwifery program the one at the Royal in the public system first, right? We're yeah, going to yeah. do that one. Yeah, so yeah. the free one yeah. in the public hospital. Yep. Yeah, and the, the, the final straw for us was actually when they, they pulled all of the birthing suites from use for, for mothers and were using them for quarantine purposes. So they had three at the hospital we were booked in at. Um, that went down to one. Yes. And the sort of the last thing 
either of us wanted was a sort of, um, you know, really sterile um, yeah. doctors and coats running around everywhere sort of birth. So. Yep. And that sense of fear. Yep. I really didn't want that. The atmosphere would have yeah. felt very different for you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd, we'd spoken about home birth, sort of, yeah. it's obviously one of the options at the start. Um, I, I was wary and, yeah. and Tess was a little as well. It was sort of like in a perfect world, she, she wanted it to happen. Um, and yeah, it's, it sort of uh, became a bit of a, a blessing in disguise, COVID for, for his sake really, and for Tess's and mine. Yeah, um, yeah so we, we ended up booking with a, a private um, midwife. Absolutely, I remember. And did you do that before the SheBirths course? So firstly as well, you guys had to cope with SheBirths moving on to Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Which was, it was probably one of the first Zoom experiences, which is just seemingly the norm now. Um, I know. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty good, wasn't it? Did you yeah, yeah, I was, I mean, I, the, yeah. the, the, I obviously, <laughs> obviously don't have the ability to compare it to, to face-to-face, yeah. but I mean, your, your ability to adapt and, um, and the other teachers present um, was fantastic. And it, again, it was actually sort of nice to be able to do it in our home. Um, yeah. I could snack as frequently and often as I <laughs> like to. Um, and yeah, it, it, that, that comfortability here, like we were doing the exercises sort of, yeah. um, as it turned out where we were gonna be yeah, needing to practice them. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, that was, uh, it, it was, it was water off a duck's back. So it, 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 it sucked at the outset. There's, there's no dancing around that. Obviously we, we wanted to meet you, we wanted to have it in person. And um, we, we thought that we wouldn't be getting the full experience, but that wasn't the case at all. So um, yeah. both, in the session and then obviously the sort of resources that are provided afterwards. Um, yeah, for me personally, we're, uh, um, yeah, a godsend sort of in my journey of, uh, of understanding what was about to happen. Yeah, uh, Cause right. I was running, running pretty blind up until that point, so. Which most people are, most people are running blind, right? And so what did you kind of think birth was gonna be like before you were educated, before you had a midwife and all of that, what would what did you have as an image in your minds? Um, so I've, as a photographer, have um, documented a few births already, um, and they were all very different. So I didn't know what experience I'd have, obviously. Um, Excuse me. And some of them were. Sorry. Bless you. Um, some of them were really quite beautiful and some of them were a bit more difficult. Um, and I just felt like there's only so much you can prepare and then you let go and see what unfolds. Um, what was your question? Just like the preparing, like, or what did you think? Oh yeah, right. Like? Yeah. Um, well, my mum had a really good birth. So I was hoping for the same. Um, I had my concerns with the level of pain, right? Like you just don't know. And people talk about this ring of fire. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so. You had those sorts of uh, images yeah. of what you'd seen as a birth photographer, but then probably a little bit of hope. Yep. As well. Yep, yep. Yeah, I remember looking up um, orgasmic birth experiences and showing videos to Viv, who at the time had never heard of such yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I 
Yeah, so. <laughs> I, 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 I'd have taken any birth, I think was sort of my approach rather than um, at the time I thought, yeah, this sort of dreaming of an orgasmic birth that, you know, three women in the world have ever had and they made a documentary together <laughs> about it. Um, I was like, is that realistic? Um, what did I think birth was going to be like? Um, I had no idea. I, it, it's really, I, I hadn't ever been out of birth. Um, I've been in the room afterwards to hold like my little brothers when they were born, but um, I, ha I really had no idea outside of um, the Hollywood screaming and, um, you know, 17 doctors crammed in a little room and it, it all being over in a matter of sort of um, minutes. I did, I did know that there was a wide sort of time frame over which the, the sort of late stages can occur and, and the delivery. Um, and so I think f for me, I just, I, I wanted, uh, you know, test to be as comfortable as possible. That was sort of where I um, was coming at it from. Well. And realistic, yeah. So that was part of, <laughs> try to sort of temper her dreams almost with, with just a sense of, look, it might not go that way. Um, and I'm not willing it, that to be the case, yeah. but um, we need to at least be conscious that X, Y, and Z can happen. And, yeah. um, and this is the thing of like hearing like a lot of birth stories that are less than ideal, right? You want to temper yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You want to yeah. be realistic, um, yeah. which was probably where you were coming from as well. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't playing the role of negative Nelly. I've since learned that orgasmic birth is possible. Um, Did you like the movie? The, the, the movie's worth checking out. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's sort of a, a different side to, to birthing than... Um, yeah. than, than than I'd been exposed to. And we to. should watch the spectrum. We should be aware of the spectrum of experiences. Yeah. But then once you've looked at that, once you have an education, you have to ultimately commit to the path that you would like to go down. Yeah. And yeah. part of that is choosing the education you want and then choosing your team, choosing your environment. Yeah. All those things contribute so much to the experience. And then, you know, how you traverse it. Yes, yes, that's right. So did you, what did you take, I suppose, from the SheBirths course itself? Like, did, how did you get into, you didn't want to come to SheBirths, right? No, Which is was, really I was, common. I, was, I wasn't sold on it. Um, Why? Uh, because I, I didn't realise how much there was to know, I think. That's right. um, don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and one of my favourite sayings, the more you know, the more you know you don't know. So it's sort of... It, and you it, knew nothing. And I knew nothing, yeah. So it... <laughs> It, it, it provided a great spark for me to sort of begin my journey of understanding and, and learning about, um, about pre-birth, about um, what I can do to support tests from like a physical, um, mental um, and, and even spiritual. Tess is far more spiritual than I am, but sort of that, um, yeah, that, that, that level of support was, was sparked. Um, learning about nutrition, learning about the exercises. And I think for me in particular, it's, it's, it's quite an unknown, I think for, um, you know, for the, the male partner, the non-birthing partner, uh, what their role is. Like I go in knowing, well, this isn't gonna hurt me, like physically, I'm not, I'm not being stretched, I'm not being pulled, I'm not birthing a four and a half kilo giant. Um, so what do I do? How do I empathise with Tess? What can I do to lessen the pain? 
um, what can I do when the pain is there, right? It's not, yeah. it's not so much lessening the pain. The pain's going to come. Um, what do you do about it? Um, there was, I mean, one of the techniques you taught us was to squeeze the hips. It was my go-to. It's a great, I'm a great, I'm a great hip squeezer. I bet you are. <laughs> For biceps of four, right? But did yeah. you get RSI? Yeah, yeah, I did. My, like it, we, again, it was one of the, the blessings of us being able to, to birth here at home um, was that Tess could have whoever and whatever support team she wanted. Um, social distancing and, and, and whatnot was, was abided by in case the government's watching. But um, the, yeah, my, my forearms had started to cramp because Tess needed so much yeah. like relief. Um, like I'm a big guy, but <laughs> I remember he's so like, much. I can't go any harder. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, I needed to like tap out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah, like, so that, that, the, the, the con and we were practicing, like, I think that's sort of another thing that, that we learned through the course is that there are things you can do in the lead up to the birth so that it's not all a big shock. It's not like, oh crap, what do I do? Um, yeah. We were, we were as prepared as, as you could be, I think, for, for whatever came, which, which was a, a great feeling having sort of, you know, at the six month mark, like I might've read a page or two here or there or picked up a pamphlet when we'd been at the hospital. Um, but to, to have that really in-depth knowledge of physiological changes that Tess was gonna be going through, um, you know, and even the, the sections in there around the, you know, the, the role of the partner yeah. as such. It was, you know, I mean, I read it cover to cover and it became my sort of favourite form of learning, I think. Tess bought every book at the bookstore. Um, yeah. <laughs> it brought us together as a team. Yeah. I think it would have been, like, the key point where we just, we were on the same page after that weekend. That's right. So that was, yeah. that was really, really good. Um, and we would have done it at six months, you said? Yeah, we yeah, could have it done was, it, it was earlier. It the beginning of March like, yeah. and, and he was the 2nd of June, so. so yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. Oh, Look how he goes from like pink to red to blue <laughs> to purple. <laughs> do you want to have a stretch? What do you need for bull? Oh, you need bullum. <laughs> Maybe it's daddy dance practice time. <laughs> So that's, that'll be part of the He Births course. We'll do a daddy dance practice session. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Benji Marshall are going to run this He Births yeah, course? Yeah, ben, ben, Benji doesn't know it yet, but um, <laughs> as, a, as a diehard Tigers fan, he'll be, um, he'll be, he'll, he'll be great for knowledge and promo and um, bring, he'll bring a Kiwi audience to it as well. So I'm coming for you, Benj. <laughs> That's it, the dancing. I dance it. You just wanted to do that again. I know, I know. You better? You better? You comfy? I know, I can see you. That's good. That's good. What were we talking about? I don't know. The workshop. 
So he brought us okay. together as a team, yeah. and it was a it was a lot of information. Yeah. Um, but it was just enough information yeah. as well. I think it can be really easy to to know too much, like to read everything and anything, and then um, if it goes against what you've read, can put you in a different mindset. Yeah. So do you agree? Yeah, and like for me, I I can. Um, I need to understand the full picture as such before I can launch in. And one, yeah, one one thing I really actually um, enjoyed in the course is that it wasn't um, it wasn't a lecture, which again is is tricky to sort of do online when there was that separation, like you were in, you know, a, a separate city. Yeah, um, and. There was there was so much space to ask questions for people to test their own knowledge and assumptions uh, for for sort of further clarity and you know you, you might say something and there, there was always a chance for people to to dig a little deeper and to understand how that applied to them but then also it wasn't uh, it wasn't prescriptive as such like you didn't bring your own uh, you know, philosophies as such necessarily to bear or judgments perhaps is a better word than philosophies because women end up wanting to do things different ways and end up doing things a different way. So, um, totally. yeah, uh, that, that was something I found really... Uh, I'm glad you felt it because it's yeah. taken me years yeah. to kind of... Just that was always the intention and I think that's what being a doula based course is because that was my role as a doula and as a yoga teacher is like it's yeah no judgment it's just freedom and choice but be informed be empowered feel connected with your decisions everything is a choice that's right that's right no judgment that's good so you gave birth here just here right yeah, in a big, beautiful pool of water. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be bigger. So I was, I'd, I'd like gotten, Did I'd got, I had, I had, I had my budgies ready to go, um, and then when we blew the pool up, I'm like, oh man, my fat ass is gonna displace <laughs> all that water. So like you could have, you could have squeezed two in, but again, with sort of tests, you know. It was r- a one-person pool. Yeah, yeah, with with tests sort of, you know, because needing the space, need, needing to, yeah. yeah, needing to spread out uh, yeah. at times. That, yeah, there was there was no way I was getting in. Yeah. Um, and I thought I wanted you in there with me, yeah. but I wanted space. Yeah, like, to just move, that, that freedom to move, yeah. to float a bit. We did have cup holders, I noted, when we did the test inflation, like a place to put your tinny. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we didn't we didn't do that though. <laughs> so how did labour begin? Do you remember? What were the sort of first signs that it was all happening? We did when you did. Thanks, mum. Thanks, dad. It was kind of gradual, wasn't it? Like um, the days leading up to pre-labour, it was slowly, slowly, slowly amping up. Um, and our beautiful midwife, Joe, who towards the last week was coming every day or every second day. Um, she, she had said to us, oh, you might, this might take another few days, another week. Um, yeah, she'd calmly be like, this could be another three days away. And we're like, oh gosh. <laughs> 
So you were getting up in the night with contractions or you're just having them in the day or just Braxton Hicks or mucus plug? What was going on? No mucus plug, just sensation rather. Like I don't know if I would call it Braxton Hicks. I guess it was, Um, but just being uncomfortable really. Yeah. That was that was the main thing. Like yeah. there was no jolting sensation or anything. Just yeah. these ebbs and flows. Um, and then that Monday night, oh, that Monday day, things started to feel a bit different. But then, like towards the end of your pregnancy, every day feels a bit different. Yes, so so I didn't think too much of it because I was trying to. Um, hey, you're a good talker. Good I was trying to spread you. my energy as well. Yeah, I was like, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like we were out and about on Monday. Like we were, um, you know, running, running errands and um, yeah. So yeah, you were running errands. Yeah. And doing, um, I guess, filling time, right? That's yeah. what you do towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Um, but this sensation increased slowly, slowly. Um, I got in touch with Jo um, and she was like, oh, I'll come over at about three o'clock. Um, but I think you've still got another couple of days. Are you okay? No. What do you need? Do you want booby? face when he's feeding he does like this side eye like (laughs) (laughs) I like when they get on (laughs) just like pure focus I'm just glad sort of through the part where the crack nipple and and whatnot like that where the the pain of it was to the point where he'd obviously be hungry we were he wasn't on the bottle yet and so, like, you, you dread having to feed him in a sense. Like, no! I don't want to feed him. Go away, my son. They <laughs> love you, bud. Yeah. Totally. It's very intense, that. It's really, really hard. And now for a quick break. At SheBirths, the mother is at the centre of everything we do. We believe that birth and matrescence is a sacred rite of passage and we believe that the journey is unique for everyone. Wherever you are in your journey, SheBirths is here to support you. Starting with our free pregnancy guide, which offers you six months of weekly support. You will receive nourishment for body, mind and soul via your inbox and engage with content within our free app. Enjoy yoga videos, recipes, birth affirmations, course discounts, and so much more to help you feel calm, connected, and inspired for birth. Sign up online to our free pregnancy guide on our website, shebirths.com, and download our free app today in any app store. So Joe came about three o'clock on the Monday and she's yeah. like, oh, it could be a couple of days. She didn't do any vaginal exams or anything. Just checking just, you yeah, and baby were fine. Yeah. Yep. And then she's like, oh, I'll do a quick internal examination oh, yeah. before I go. Okay, cool. 
Um, and by then, Viv was really tired. I had been standing or leaning against the kitchen bench for about 17 hours at that point. So no, 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 no you, you've skipped what? ahead. Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you skipped a few stages, yeah, yeah. And then Viv's been awake for 17 hours. Uh, so she came in the afternoon yeah, yeah and said, um, could, the, have could, could have a few more days. And when, I mean, the contractions, I'm trying to remember when we started timing them, but it was from, like, from my memory, it was about seven o'clock on Monday that, that the contractions okay. like started and Tess yeah. was like, cool. that's Stuff when she sort of put down. the hand up and said, Melatonin went up. We're in. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Exactly as you'd said, exactly as you'd said, um, and then, yeah, so I looked, and then the, the, the night time, the pre-labor was, I, I don't know, I don't talk for you. you. No, I don't remember. Yes, I mean, the pre-labor was, <laughs> was, was sort of most of it as such. Um, and yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was all throughout that night. Um, Were you out of bed, in bed, shower? Oh, out of bed. Moving around? I didn't want to get in the shower because I heard that that was the last resort and I was like, I'm going to save that baby okay. for when... Because, yes, yeah, sort of shower and then bath. Bath yep. is Trump's, yep. Yeah, um, but we were pretty much just walking around the house doing yep. some she births techniques. Yep. Um, we were trying, yeah, you, you sort of just try everything in different combos. That's right, different stations, yeah. different movements, yeah. that's right. It's Rebozo, it's, um, you know using the the exercise ball yeah. um yeah the rebozo is great rebozo not only just during um uh during pregnancy as such but in the lead up because like it's such a great relief for back pain was was sort of what we found were you doing the shaking one or were <laughs> yeah. the i love the, the, shaking, the shaking one, shaking one. No, i remember three methods there was just sort of the, the lift hold, yep and there was like the, the sift yeah. yep and then the twerk the, yeah, the birth the twerk. Twerk. Yeah, that's yeah, it yeah. well done um yeah. Yeah, it's good good memory for me. Um, yeah. yeah, so look throughout throughout that night, it was tough. I guess it, this was one of the things I dreaded is like I'm I'm not good when I'm tired. Um, and uh, again, obviously, this is very different experience as the support person as such, the partner compared to the mum. But um, come you know, th- it was three a.m. I think. Uh, you know, I, I, I was sh- I was shattered, and we'd we'd sort of planned for her friend to come over in the morning. And I don't know whether she had her spider senses tingling or um, whatnot. She just magically sort of rocked up at a point when when I needed. I just needed. I, need, I needed an hour, two hours, just to sort of recharge myself. Um, and then when did when did Joe come back? She came back. It, the all, the t- time set time you lose all. It is. It's time, time distortion. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That's why you don't let people know that you're yeah. in labour because That's time actually. is real to them, yeah. and you guys yeah. are in like this fluid space. Yeah. It's a so time warp. That's funny you mentioned that. I did like because I think on that evening, so about seven o'clock or so, when she went into labour, I, I sent a text around to sort of all the group and said because that was when we were going to go radio silence, and they knew that. Um, and so, yeah, the next the next they heard from us was um, when she entered labour properly. Um, the the final stage, third stage, is that is that right? Second stage. Second stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had, yeah, the, the, our our midwife came back around. I'm trying to remember here. Would it have been around? Was it in the it was in the morning after. Yeah. 
And then did she do an internal exam then? And she must have. Are we talking the day of the birth? Yeah, so now we're on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep, yeah. yep. So, yeah, that was when she ran out and she was like, it's time. Yeah. But she, did she come twice that day? No. No. Not the day before. Yeah. That's right, because it was, yeah, so I'm, I was timing the, contra- the contractions just using one of the, the sort of free apps. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it, it wasn't hitting the, the sort of... Three yeah, and ten. Yeah, yeah, those, those marks as such. So all, all up, it ended up being about a 17-hour a pre-labour, I think, is yep. the number that sort of rings a bell. So it was from about 7 p.m. through till... Um, when does that take us through till? Yeah, sort of around... One, one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon yeah, was right. when we realised. And so the midwife came back um, that that afternoon on a Tuesday about three o'clock because yeah. we were, she, 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 she'd always sort of been tempering us saying, look, it might, it might still be a while, it might still be a yes. while. And we were like, oh, you, you, we, we just need someone to come, <laughs> anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she, she came and um, again, it's just it's such a sort of calming influence, but, but again was very her first thing she was saying is look you're doing well guys but you could still be in for the long haul here let's let's do a, an internal examination and you can take over from here yeah. yeah and um and so you didn't know what the number was going to be you guys were thinking oh we might be like four or five or something like that right if that because if that because it like, still felt pre-labory yeah, was it be no mucus plug oh. None of yeah. the other signs of Every birth is different. Yeah. You are very, very chatty today. Hey. Um, so I, my friend was saying to me that um, the, that Joe had come up to her and said, is she having the sensation where she needs to go to the toilet? And Em was like, yeah, that, that's been a thing. And so Jo um, suggested that she do an internal examination. And I remember feeling like I was um, wasting her time because she was going to do that and then go home and then come back the next day. Come back the next day. And um, what's going on here? She was going to come back the next day. And she was like, just, just lie down. And I just couldn't get comfortable. So I kept asking for an extra minute and I'd sit up and be like, I need to go to the toilet. Um, and then lay down and she was like, you're seven centimeters. And then from there to the pool being inflated and filled up. Panic probably. station slightly, right? Yeah. How did you feel when you heard the seven? Relief. Oh, re- re- relief was sort of the main thing because, like, I was I was sort of out of tricks at that point in time. Um, I, I, you know, again, like we we we'd be doing breathing. We sort of we had all the things, all the the coping mechanisms, you know, written down on cards almost, and like we'd do, we'd do like bingo in the days leading up. Like, you know, she'd turn them over, and oh, we're doing we're doing massages, um, but. Yeah, it was it was it was beautiful relief. I think was yeah. was where we were at because I could sense that her energy was um, you know at a point where uh, something 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 was potentially about to give, and you were about to give. Yes, now you come into the story, mate. Yes, you've arrived. Um, yeah, and so it was it, again. It was sort of 
I, uh, I knew what to do. I think at that point, um, it was, it was get the pool inflated. It was prepare the room. It was, um, look after Tess. But again, now that the midwife was there, there was that primary care wasn't all on me, I think. And I could sort of, uh, There's just like a breath of relief once the midwife arrives. It's like, okay, I'm in safe hands. Yep. And you yeah. can let go and the body lets go and dilation can actually happen quite fast if they've come at that right point. Yeah. And you're ready to let go a little bit more. It's like the layers of safety, yeah. I find. Yeah. yeah. And for me, the transition as well was because um, we did the examination in the bedroom. And by the time I walked out, um, the candles were on, the pool was out, and I, I was in. Um, and it was just such sweet relief when Joe said, you're seven centimetres. It was like, okay, we're on. Yeah. Um, and she left the room, and it was just Viv and I. And he was like, do you want me to call our friend Beth, who's a photographer? And um, so he called her up. By the time I walked out... I saw my best friend with the kettle on and like three pots going to get enough hot water to fill up the pool. Um, the candles were on. The it was, was dark. <laughs> the playlist was on. Had the San, San Calpas, is that what they're called? San Calpas, the affirmations. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 So I had a few surprises up my sleeve for Tess. <laughs> um, yeah, which were, I'd asked her to sort of, yeah, give me a few and, and then they were all up around the room here. Um, which is all stuff you could do at the hospital as well. I'd like yeah. for, for anyone going that, that's, that's doing a hospital birth, there are, there are a lot of ways you can sort of personalise the experience, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you tired, Bubby? Yeah. Are you tired? Why not? Why not? And so, I mean, what's su what surprised me, I think, the most is that obviously we, we almost missed, like... Yeah, we almost missed a stage in Yeah, we all we, he's got his hand all over it. Okay. What what surprised me, I think, uh looking back is that we almost went through a full stage without knowing about it. So once we found out that she was seven centimetres along, you know, we, we weren't popping to champagne just yet, but it was, you know, the, the end was in sight. Like she, the, the midwife said she could see his head. Um, and then, yeah, it was sort of, you know, again, I, I mentioned before, I, I knew what to do at that stage. So it was, mm. yeah, it was get, get the pool ready and, um, you know, get the room ready. We had a lovely playlist that Tess had chosen and, and, yeah. and all the sort of, yeah. Which was three hours long, and that was how long I was giving myself yes. to birth Jordan. Nice. So you got you came out of the bedroom and the pool was all set up, warming up. Yeah. Playlist, bang, now you have three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But it wasn't three hours. Were you three hours in the pool? What happened less. from there? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say it yeah, would yeah. be less. So it was 90 minutes, sort of once, yeah. Yeah. once, once she got in the pool, 90 yeah. minutes later, two people came out of the pool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, like even in the, you, you didn't need a lot of guidance really. Again, I think, and this is something that, that I learned in the course is that like the, 
the female body is designed in part for this um, and it knows what to do uh, and Tess knew what to do both from her her own learnings but I think there's something in there Absolutely. in that that yeah. that just drives you and yeah um, and you wanted that space in the pool to just freedom to move and yeah. stuff like that it was so intuitive yeah it was um it was yeah it was incredible so I was in the pool and I looked around there was Viv biting his nails and looking at me reassuringly um Joe was sitting just watching over and same with um my friend Emma and um there was Jackie the other midwife who was writing down notes but the um the space holding was incredible and it was like we were all there obviously for like this moment um but it it felt like I could draw in um strength from everyone as well and I felt really connected to Geordie where um I was just asking him what he needed constantly. Little guy. Yeah. yeah. And um, nice. just tuning in and saying, how, like, what can I do to make this, this the smoothest transition for you? Just, and I'll, I'll do it. Let me know and I'll do it. And just having this internal dialogue. Um, and, and I felt a bit high. Yeah, like, I don't I, it, it, she didn't quite hit the seventh heaven of orgasm, but like there was, at one point she was sort of cracking jokes and the midwife was like, you're incredible that you're able to do this. Like she was making a joke that she was just chilling in the pool, could use a strawberry daiquiri, yeah. um, <laughs> which was, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was just so wonderful that it was, yeah. uh, you know, that it wasn't sort of all, you know, fire and hellstorm, I guess. We were just, we were we were really like i hate the abuse of the term but we were really blessed with mm. um yeah particularly that the the last stage and um i'm I, i'm i'm still a little confused how like when his head was out he's like he's in water how's he breathing he's gonna die <laughs> i just didn't I understand yeah I, I know i forgot he breathes through it's all the all everything he needs is still coming from inside um but it is, it's freaky, right? It's, it's freaky when you see it floating down in between your legs. And Joey said to me, reach down and feel him. And I was like, I don't know if I want to, I don't know why. And then I did and I felt his head and that was a really incredible yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, it makes it very real. So <laughs> real, it was like, okay, so it's, it's now. coming, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you said you loved pushing as well. So you went from like all the high. So transition is like this time when we got so many endorphins like coming through the frontal lobe. And then what happened? Did you just feel a natural urge to push or what happened then for you? I probably felt the urge to push before I got in the pool, didn't I? Yeah, you had glimmers, little tastes of it. Yeah. It's kind of normal as well. Yeah. And then in the pool, every time I wanted to push, it felt amazing. And then the pauses in between, felt like, oh man, I have to wait till like the urge comes back, um, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean? How can you enjoy pushing? How can you explain that to someone else who's listening? It's, it's like, why would you enjoy pushing a baby through your vagina? It's like all your cells are uh, dancing for this. Like yeah. this is what just 
every part of you wants to do and you just let go and, and go with it. Um, and yeah, like, and, and yes, it was about meeting the baby, but I don't even think it was, oh, if I keep pushing, I'm going to meet my baby soon. It was just my body really wanted to do this thing and it felt so good when it was pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And was there a ring of fire? There was no ring of fire. Ta-da! There was no ring of fire, um, which I guess was the other thing. Like when Joe said, put your hands down and have a feel of the baby's head. I was like, really? Um, and because I thought it was to come, but obviously I'd, I'd missed the, the ring of fire wow. moment. Yeah. Yeah, which shows how incredible the body body is because... Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. Tess, Tess obviously had done a lot of yoga sort of before falling pregnant, like not as sort of as, as a response to it. So I, I, I don't think she or me or anyone else in the room sort of realised how, how strong she was. Um, and not saying that that's entirely dependent on yoga, but again, I just, I sort of have this, um, yeah, I guess this newfound respect for for the process and for learning about the strength of the female body. Um, and if, if, if all goes to plan, so to speak, and you reach the point where, you know, where, where, where your body's telling you it's, it's time, um, yeah, more often than not, you'll, you'll be good. Yeah. And Tess was... There are some things you hold on to as well to help you um, get into the right mindset. And for me, things I'd read like women who are pregnant who are in a coma yeah. will naturally give birth as well. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that really stuck with me. And um, one of the books that I read spoke about how, yes, you will feel a certain level of pain, but then the happy hormones will catch up. And so every time it felt a bit uncomfortable. I was like, my, my the hormones will catch up soon. So I kept yeah. reassuring myself that, Beautiful. that the high would come. Yeah. yeah, just be patient, just allow, just wait. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is a real privilege to feel the body doing what it was born to do. And it's so rare that we experience that yeah. Yeah. in our lives. So I think it, it's a real privilege and it's a birthright really yeah. for us to do it. And there's something so... In, innately empowering and satisfying yeah. in yeah. that experience. And that's, and that's what we want people to have a taste of in birth. That's why we're endeavoring to let things happen as naturally as possible is yeah. to get that sense of satisfaction. Yeah. It's just, can you get out of the way yeah. and let nature yeah. do it? And um, you will yeah, be rewarded. Not, yeah. Not to sort of mansplain it in any sense, but there's a sense of empowerment that, you know, that, that I got as a partner from, from all my learnings through she births and then particularly um, through the, the process of being a part of, you know, the birth of my son. It's, it is an incredibly empowering, um, you know, I'd say moment, but it's, you know, <laughs> period time, time as such the, um, yeah, you know, that, that, cause everyone, there's a lot of doubt that, that there's a lot of time, it's just nine months for doubt and questions yeah. to sort of arise and, um, yeah, it's really in that moment uh, that that a lot of it just washes away, and yeah. 
Um, and then he's coming out of the pool. Um, and yeah, the, the euphoria in the room kind of, it's just, it was something really special that I'll never forget. Uh, yeah. um, and the, the sort of joy washing over her face um, mm. and the pride um, in, in sort of what she'd been brewing for nine months, I think. Yeah, um, yeah to finally meet him. Yeah. Yeah. This little being that we sort of quietly started longing for a long time ago, really. You start calling that soul in and then they arrive fully manifest. It's, it's so wild. It's powerful. And now for a quick break. She births is where science and nature come together. As the only scientifically verified birth education course in the world, we can help you understand nature's intelligent design for birth while learning the most evidence-based birthing skills. We know that by getting to know yourself and by educating your team well now, you will be able to manage more of the challenges ahead with ease and grace. From our free pregnancy guide to our world-class birth education, to our post-birth Soul Mama Circles, you can be supported to find the mother within you. Our doula service is bespoke and provides only the best-in-class trained birth support to SheBirth's families. Over 60% of our mums choose a doula in their birthing room and we know that they will have the best care, best pain relief and evidence-based support for their empowerment. Go to shebirths.com forward slash doula, D-O-U-L-A, and book a free 15-minute consultation today to discuss your needs. And so you're not such a big person (laughs) and you only put on like something, you said like 10 kilos or something in your pregnancy and he was nearly 4.4. Yeah, and, and a giant and, placenta. And 56 centimetres long as well. So he was sort of off the charts for both weight. Viv loves that. Oh, I love the charts. the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get your little book from the, the state government. The and it's, book, yeah, yeah, it's got all the, the, the graphs. He's still, he's still right up at the top of them. So we're, we're not sure where it's all come from. <laughs> um, yeah. But amazing and no tearing, nothing. No need for stitches. No need for stitches. Um, all good. Yeah, it was all good. It was all good. Um, I mean, obviously, I still had, I still needed time to heal. Yeah. But I was, I couldn't believe the size of him, and yeah, and that it had, he had come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd made his way. Yeah. The body designed perfectly for that size that baby you've grown it perfectly as he was coming out the midwife called my friend over and she's like come have a look and she was telling me after she was like I just saw like like your bones coming apart and she's like it was the most amazing thing ever yeah so yeah yeah crazy it's awesome and yeah it's sort of crazy to look back like we look back at photos now of like in the days leading in it's like wow you were big right I got it. <laughs> the the last few weeks was when you sort of grew a lot i think um yeah. 
and, and your body was sort of going through those final stages of prep. And it was uncomfortable. Like there's no, there were, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a day at the fair. It was, you know, there were a lot of growing pains that you went through. It was, you know, you were sort of permanently in, yeah. in want of, of, of being massaged. And uh, there was, there was, you know, pre-pain, if you will. If that's discomfort. Right. Yeah, discomfort. Yeah. yeah sure. um, but show me, show me a pregnancy where that's not the case, right? Yeah. 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 I guess it's part of it, right? Like you want to be over it so that yeah. you're in a state where okay i'm ready for this baby on. to to yeah. arrive Rock in a hard place yeah for sure for sure so he arrived in the pool you had a cuddle and then what happened what was the first thing he looked for oh he followed <laughs> viv's voice and it, he came out and i pulled him out and he was like this and viv walked around the pool and he was, I don't know what you were saying, but he, he, he was like doing this following Viv. Following, following my voice. Amazing. Which is so cool. Yeah. The power of being able to move his head and direct his attention yeah. already, his consciousness. Yeah. yeah. It's a, oh my God. Crazy bub. Blowing bubbles, forever blowing bubbles. Yeah. Um, did you yeah. notice that? When he yeah, did it? Did you, yeah, yeah, everyone I, did? I, 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 I didn't necessarily, but it was pointed out straight away kind of like yeah, yeah he's he's looking for you dad uh, it's a big booming voice isn't it yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah look i mean the 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 immediacy after the birth was again it was so, it was fantastic um we had yeah we we just got to to spend time with him um so we were sitting right where yeah. where tess is now um for a period and then um you messaged our parents message the parents um at tessa's parents i suspect were waiting in the car downstairs <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not because from the time it took me to text them um yeah they they were here um with you know with with champagne Lovely. with another bottle of champagne i already passed one around by that stage i think um and yeah, the, the again the sort of the wave of joy that came in because it was yeah. it was it was at night time. When was it? It was like seven seven p.m. Tessie. He was born at um, around seven, and they would have come at twenty to eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I can still smell it. You can still smell it in the birth <laughs> yeah. water and everything. Well, like, yeah, so they. They came in, her dad like shook my hand and was just looking straight past me, just like, yeah, yeah, get out of the way, where's the boy? Where's my boy? <laughs> um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, again, the sort of, the, as I'm recollecting, and I'm sure it's, it's I know it's the same for Tess, um, the, the whole sort of time space continuum is a bit blurred because the, the experience is just sort of this all encompassing thing. Um, but I, I, I did we sleep that night? I can't remember. Yes, yeah. we slept. Well, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. And, um, I remember the baby snoring and being woken up by the yes, sound of the baby snoring. <laughs> and you're like, snuffling. oh my God, I have a baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so about my parents coming over, that was really special as well mm. to kind of have oh. that experience um, with them yeah. and for them to see him first so new, yeah. first grandchild. Um, and then dad asked if it was okay if my grandma came over because she lives up the road. So then grandma and my godmother came over um, and that was 
That was just, it was just so beautiful. I suspect they were also in the car waiting downstairs and they just got the all clear. No, they only they live around the corner, so it was fine. Yeah, it was so wonderful to have them here as well, yeah. And so I, um, I didn't meet my grandma till I was eight years old. So to, um, to see her holding Jordan when he was like maybe an hour old, new, was the most beautiful feeling ever. That's so special. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do you want to tell the story of what grandma did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, um, whether it's a Vietnamese thing, an old person thing, I'm not quite sure. But A boss lady. Yeah, just a boss mafia queen thing. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a big gift giving culture. Um, and you know, the, for those out there that know what the red envelopes are, there's red envelopes given out seemingly every day of the week for, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, but the Tessa's grandma really wanted to say thank you to everyone in the room, but particularly to the, the two midwives. And so she pulls a jumper up, goes into the undies, into her underpants, and just pulls out a wad of 50s um, and just starts shelling off a few and then would be like, would walk over with it like and just do these semi-discreet handshakes. And Tess was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, and they, the midwife didn't really know what to do. It's like, it's just, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone being tipped. Like, yeah, like exactly, yeah, cash, little cash bonus. That is so, so cute. Um, yeah, and so, and then... She's a powerhouse, isn't she, my grandma? Yeah, she, like, comes up to grandma. here. Yeah. She's tiny. Yeah. Everyone listens to her. She's the matriarch. That's nice. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, we... I remember going out and getting dinner um, for us all the week because it seemingly been... We, we had some sort of snacks, which is, again, it's one of the things, the, the sort of key things that the support person would be doing in that lead-up is making sure that... Um, yeah, that, that, that mum's sort of fed and, and particularly hydrated. That was one of the sort of main challenges for us because um, we don't naturally drink as much water as we probably should. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, being conscious of that sort of in the, the days and weeks leading up and then particularly during the, the, the process because there's an engine going on in there, right? Like it, yeah. And it needs, it needs to be fed. So, um, yeah, and then, I mean, af- after that, the... Having the again, you know, and this is I, I, I speak about this um, to to anyone that'll listen. But the one of the real benefits for us of having gone down the the sort of private midwife path was that uh, continued the continued care afterwards. Yeah. Um, it, in a period where you're like, cool, I've got a kid. What the fuck do I do next? Yeah. Um, you, you spend so much time preparing for the birth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and you know, in a sense, just being told that you're doing the right thing like no you, yes. you, you, yeah. you're not necessarily um you know there's not a qualification you can do to be a parent <laughs> no. um, and it's such a varied experience i think that's why you actually need that continuous caregiver in the ideal to tell you you're doing the right thing there's so much doubt and uncertainty much more yeah. than during the nine months of pregnancy yeah. but also there's so many anomalies that could happen. Everyone's boobs are different. Everyone's babies are different. You know, everyone's sleep deprivation coping abilities is different. Yeah. You just like need like tweaking according yeah. to you. 
It's yeah. quite hard to do that early preparation education, I think. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's almost where, like in in my reading and, and even in the sort of the manuals that we were provided, I was like, I'm not going to bother reading anything about after the birth, like what comes until that's come. Like that's such a seismic sort of, um, you know, event and, uh, and process to go through that yeah. I'm like, I'll learn about what comes afterwards. And there is time to do that. I think yeah. that's, you know. Especially when you've got Joe coming like yeah. every day and then slowly, slowly so watering that down yeah. towards the yeah. six week mark. It's just so gold, isn't it? The benefits yeah. of Joe coming after the birth was yeah. like, I, I can't put a value no. to, to what she gave us. Um, you know, like what comes to mind is her checking his weight and going, oh, he's doing really well or we need to like, check for this, this and this and, and making sure that I was comfortable in what I needed and supporting Vee. Um, and we moved in with my parents for a month after he was born and just her telling my parents that we were doing a good job and like, to, you know. Was it. that to have a true confinement? Was that to do like a traditional? A little. So mum did not want me to leave the house, did she, for the first month? No, it was we 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 had to sort of sneak out. <laughs> Snuck yep. out a few times yep. for dumplings. Yeah, important stuff. Yeah, um, um, just to be else like as you yeah. get, you get fresh air. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was great. She cooked. Um, she cooked for us, and wow. um, I'd wake up and she'd come in and grab the baby wow. and and change the baby and have breakfast ready for me. And wow. it was. Um, Gosh. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing I'd refer anyone that can do it where you've got sort of a, a supportive, um, you know, grandparent environment. Um, or friends, right? Like asking friends, friends yeah. this is probably what I'll need. Yeah, yeah postpartum uh, food deliveries, the yeah, food so trains we, we and stuff here, like we, that. We, we, we were here for maybe four days or so just to have some sort of us time. We'd always planned to go to her parents. Yeah. Um, and yeah, not only, it ended up being... You know, there was a pretty steady stream of visitors here, which was great. Like, you're, you're stoked. You want to share them with the world. Um, and I wanted... Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, and, you know, Tess, Tess was, was healthy enough to, to be able to sort of take visitors straight away, which is great. Um, and being with her parents just allowed us to focus purely on him and for me to focus purely on Tess. Um, and yeah, I, I still to this day sort of miss the, the cooking and the help with, the, just the help with all the stuff so that you don't end up living in, in um, you know, with just mountains of stuff everywhere. Um, they were able to provide that sort of wraparound support. You can see really... why it's a tradition, why, and I yeah. think that's part of why you guys look so great right now, you know? Yeah. You can tell the people, you know, at four, five, six months who haven't had that break, yeah. who it's just kind of all on yeah. back into trying to juggle well, newborn with modern life. Yeah. <laughs> Mum and Viv were um, fighting over who would change the nappies. So uh, yeah, we both it's a great thing to have happen. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. And like Her style was all wrong. Like okay. <laughs> heaps, of, heaps of leaks. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I think to spend the first month with my parents and see how happy they were. And it was like they, 
they became more childlike and I saw a different um, side of particularly my dad who's, ca- who's quite stoic. Um, it was, that was another highlight for me that I didn't expect either. So yeah, everything worked out really well for us in that yeah. sense. Yeah, the, 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 the one sort of uh, you know, worrying or negative, call it what you will, experience we had was that at the point where he was due to start putting weight back on after the initial loss, um, uh, he wasn't doing that quickly enough, and so it was, we had to go and get him checked for his um, tongue for a tongue tie. But again, he he was just on a sort of sort of different timetable to the average human. And well, my milk took a couple yeah, of days yeah. to to come in, um, but yeah, to be led by Joe throughout all of that yeah. was wonderful. And I think like what you well, said about sick. focusing on on the birth and and you know, like catching up on what we needed to know after the birth, when the time came, part of that was easy because we knew that Joe had us. Yeah. So I, I didn't read anything on breastfeeding. I didn't yeah. read up on issues that can arise post-birth because I was like, well, if why would I read about something that might not happen? Yeah. And I've got someone here who's coming in every day for, you know, almost two weeks. Yeah, every single day. Yeah. Or every awesome, second day. Um, who's guiding us. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, it's, it's gold. I think it's priceless. It's, you can see why it's called the gold standard, you know, of care. Yeah. And you look, you know, years down the track, I'm sure the health system will sort of catch up to where it's yeah. heading in, in some parts yeah, of Yeah, because it saves the money yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Because Joe was telling us that in Scotland, they actually pay people now to have births at home because it unclogs a crowded hospital system. Yeah, and they've got so many refugees yeah. in Scotland yeah. and they weren't expecting, the systems weren't expecting to have families that might have five children. They were accommodating for two. Yeah. And so, they're, they're, yeah, you've got to come in when you're having four and ten contractions, yeah. right, in transition rather than any active labour. They can't accommodate it. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So, I know there's people like yourself and, yeah. and Joe and others who are, you know, sort of battling behind the scenes to get, uh, you know, a bit of reform. movement, yeah, and a bit of reform around, like, well, just simple things like Medicare and the like. Like, yeah. you know, there's we we couldn't claim any any of it, any no. of the cost back, um, but uh, you know, I'd, I'd pay that and probably pay double what we did yeah. to to have the experience that we had in the end. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing I think that we didn't necessarily touch on, but that's worth touching on, is that. Um, we, we we had sort of plan B's the whole way through, like, and that was again to return to something we spoke about at the start in terms of me tempering, um, you know, the my orgasmic of... birth experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but well, just just being aware that you know shit can hit the fan, um, and again the the confidence that we had in um, in in Tessa's body, um, but then also in the support people that we had around us. Um, before, during, and after, led to a situation where he can just drift off, and um, yeah, everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what would be your like final words of wisdom to like a newly pregnant oh. family? What are the key things you think people need to know when they're pregnant? I think. One of the things I intentionally did was not tell people my due date. 
So I said towards the end of May. Nice. And that, I think that was good because I know a lot of, of friends who um, were hassled towards, or not hassled, but everyone wants to know that you're, you're okay and has the baby arrived, whereas no one knew how far along I was. So mm, we clever. were able to kind of cruise along. Um, without that pressure because it does feel like pressure towards it the does. end especially like I mean we experienced it from my parents but it was just them that knew um, and they were hoping that he would he um, Jordan was born on the same day as dad and they were about a week apart so that was like their thing like maybe maybe they'll be birthday twins um, that was that that was a big thing for me I think being prepared, reading a few books, doing she births, um, that was big because that got us on the same page um, and just made us confident, right, in terms of what you do, which made me feel like I felt like you knew how to support me and we were on the same page with um, not just how the birth would go, but um, the different scenarios that can take place and it got the conversation going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, reaching out to friends, asking for help as you need it. Mm. I think that's big. Yeah. We're not used to that. Yeah. Until we're pregnant, until we're vulnerable, until we have a newborn. Just not used to calling in the, the sisterhood. Everyone yeah. says it, yeah. that you can and you will and you're there for others, but it's rare that we actually do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. My advice, I'm not going to give any advice to pregnant mums. No. Um, that'll get me in trouble. Um, no, the, the advice I'd give is to, to, to listen and learn, um, to listen to your partner, um, to talk to, whether it's friends of yours, talk to your own dad, talk to your own parents about their experience. I think it's a really powerful um, uh, opportunity to connect with them on, on that front. I, I, it's yeah. the last thing I would have sort of thought to talk to my parents about until Tess became pregnant, um, was sort of understanding my own birth and, um, you know, and, and, and their experiences with it. But I think the, the, the best thing that, that I did was, um, yeah, was, was listen to Tess, but then also to, to sort of be actively learning and not just be a passenger in the process. Um, and yeah, whilst I'm not the one giving birth or, or whatnot, the, the, the better supported and the more comfortable test feels or, or the mother feels. Um, and the more surrender and yeah, the the trust. We'll, we'll go, so um, yeah. She, and, and, you know, she births was that catalyst for me. I, I, I largely abstained from active learning I have a bit of a know-it-all complex and um, had just sort of banked on um, yeah the course being what I hoped it was and it turned out that way so um, that's good yeah. beautiful thanks for sharing and now he's fallen asleep he's so cute little muffin we exhausted him with our talking little chunky sack a little chunky <laughs> little chunky one I'm Nadine Richardson and you've been listening to The She Births Show. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share with a friend and leave us a review. We'd love to know what you would like to hear more of. You can find me and my team of amazing doulas and educators at shebirths.com and our awesome community on Instagram and Facebook. Within any good app store, you can download our free pregnancy guide via She Births, two separate words and plural, as well as access our range of online courses. Remember, when it comes to having a better birth, an easier transition into parenthood, your education is your empowerment. Don't forget to check out the catalogue of previous podcasts and thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show.